Hello, podcast family, and welcome to Regulation Revolution, where we are igniting a revolution to help the world effectively manage and respond to their emotional experiences. It's not about what happens to us, but how we react that creates harmony or chaos in our lives. Emotional regulation is a complex process involving many factors. We offer this podcast to provide insight for you about how you fine-tune and powerfully decide to transform your complex emotional states into empowered instances of self-mastery, peace, and increased awareness. Instead of having your emotions control you, you can learn to have control over your emotions. The following program in no way constitutes therapeutic counseling and does not establish a therapeutic relationship or offer any premise of confidentiality with any listener or participant. For more information, visit us at regulationrevolution.com. Welcome to today's episode of Regulation Revolution with your co-hosts, Amy Raymer and Barry Vassar, part and mine. Amy is a licensed therapist, professional speaker, and teacher. Barry is a pre-licensed therapist and practice manager at Heart and Mind. To find out more about Heart and Mind, please visit heartmindrva.com. But all that, the plottable baby brain, we've all know that one. But that's also, we think about it in learning habits, learning routines and responses and such, but it also applies with regulation. This is where they're going to learn or lay the foundation for what regulation looks like and what it feels like. And so I guess I guess a lot more goes into it than, than a lot of folks think of, even myself. What if you're a child that, let's just say, is exposed to a lot of yelling and fussing in the household, and that becomes the norm in your household as an infant from early on, and then 20 years later, 30 years later, or, or 10 years later, when they're in a household or a classroom that's too quiet, the kid is acting up. But when they're in the middle of craziness, they're the ones that are sitting there calmly. It's because early on, what did they learn? They, they learned that this is the norm. So is it possible? Is it possible that a baby can learn this one? I, I just don't know the answer to just your experience or your opinion on. Can a baby learn chaos as part of regulation? Meaning mm-hmm. that they're exposed to it so much that this is the calm for them. Is that possible? They can, that can be to become basically their baseline. What you're talking about is being sensitized to, right. to the dysregulation, but it hap- it depends on when the chaos is sort of happening. If it's, if okay. it's, if it's constant, then you're probably going to end up with a lot of developmental issues. If it's sort of sporadic kind of in and out inconsistent, then you're going to get that. If you talk about it, if you want to talk about attachment styles, then that's or a mixed style where they're sort of, um, you know, anxious and avoidant, right? So it's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know whether I should come to the, it's like, it's like, I'm drawn to the anchor because I'm supposed to have an anchor and that's what provides for me. And then sometimes the anchor is good and it's present and it takes care of me, but then sometimes the anchor is really scary. And so I don't know that I should go to the anchor, even though I'm driven biologically to look for that anchor. 
And so there becomes this, I'm not quite sure whether I should or whether I shouldn't. And there might become a lack of trust in, in anchors and that they're not really going to be there. A lot of that just sort of depends on, like I said, it's good enough parenting. So it doesn't mean we have to be perfect, Uh, but it also can't be so one day it's like this. And then one day it's so totally the opposite. But yeah, I mean, it's just like with, in the womb, if a, if a mother is extremely stressed, that baby is, is getting that cortisol through the placenta and you're going to get a baby that's born stressed. I'm uh, not going to sleep as well. It's going to be fussier, maybe harder to calm down. Uh, you may have to work a little bit harder to find what, how to help them regulate. They've got a teeter totter that just don't work that well yet. And your efforts to help them with the teeter totter might be even difficult. That reminds me on the teeter-totter thing, uh, coming back to that. Because infants are so, gosh, I hate saying the word, unbalanced, but because they're so unbalanced, on that teeter-totter image that we use sometimes, and maybe we'll put that back up on here too, that's why the parent can't just sit on the end at the far side of the teeter-totter, or else the child's just way up in the air. We'll even say emotionally, the child, the parent has to slide to the middle or compensate. Right. right. The parent has to be the one to offer the regulation continuous. So I would say the teeter-totter, what the teeter-totter looks like with an infant is actually the parent is sort of sitting near the middle and they're holding the infant and they're actually working the teeter-totter because the baby really has no ability. One of the pictures that I've used is it looks like like a four or five-year-old sitting on the one side of the teeter-totter and the uh, the father figure has moved sort of to the middle uh, to help balance it. And that, like, like I was saying with my grandson, uh, he has a little bit of regulation on board, but we make some adjustment to help him continue to grow, but an infant has none. Uh, and so they, they have a survival system. Yes. That's their survival system that helps them to cry, to get your attention because infants, tigers know that they can't flee and they can't fight. So they're only fight they really have is their cry. That's to get your attention to let you know that something's not quite right. And so that's the way that they fight in their fight flight system to get your attention. And and it gets to be where it's not even necessarily a fight response. They're just communicating now because now I know that you come, I make this noise and you come and you feed me or you change me or whatever. And there's this repetition. I'll, I'll mention a book. Oh, oh my gosh. Now the name of it is escaping me. Hold on. I'll find it. Um, but it's one that I love for, for kiddos. Is it, is it Llama this, Llama? Oh yeah. It's Llama Llama's Red Pajama by Anna Dudney. And so, you know, it, and there you can, you can get the book. You can find, there's some read aloud videos with it, but it really shows even an older child, cause Llama Llama is not a baby in this, um, but in the book, but how in times of stress and fear, they still need help. They still need co-regulation. So sometimes they might need a little bit. Sometimes they might need a lot. And sometimes they might not need none at all. Uh, Babies have times that they're playing and they're very content and they don't necessarily need you to be okay, but their time periods are probably really short as an infant. And then as they get older, there's more and more time periods where they are strangulating and doing okay, and they may just need a quick check-in, or I've seen this with my grandkids where they just need a hug from mom, and then wham, they're right back to five. So there's a quick half a second connection 
uh, to mom or to dad or even with their when they're staying here with us from from me or or my husband and they they get that regulation but someone who doesn't get consistent care like that good enough sort of parenting uh, can impact lots of development they can impact their self-worth and their view of themselves because if you think about messages so circle of security is a great parent education model out there that helps parents with understanding they call it top of the circle or the bottom of the circle so basically top of the circle is they're regulated and doing okay and then bottom of the circle is i need some help i need some co-regulation so they, they talk about and explain these cycles that happen so if every time a baby gets fed every time a baby gets changed everything they get rocked taught to cared for all those basic needs are met the message is i'm loved i'm worthy i'm valuable the world is a safe place. People are going to look out for me. People are going to help me. Those are all the positive messages that come from that. If we go and look at the opposite, when that doesn't happen, they don't get fed consistently. They don't get cared for. Maybe they cry for hours before somebody responds, or maybe they cry because they were wet, but they get a bottle stuck in their mouth as opposed to getting changed and they just get wetter. The, the, action isn't necessarily meeting the need, right? If this happens for them constantly, now the message is, is I'm not worthy. I'm not valuable. No one's going to take care of me. I have to defend myself. I got to take care of this myself. Uh, the world's not a safe place. I can't trust others. I've got to do this all myself. So again, these are sort of the mindsets that will come out of if you have a long-term consistent lack of of that consistent loving caregiving that's going on and that's why this this zero to 12 months is so critical because if they get that zero to 12 months and dr perry talks about it they get that zero to 12 months of really good enough care then they have that foundation has been set pretty good and even if something were to happen a crisis a loss or something which is 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 sad and it's going to have an impact but they've got that basic foundation in there and they will likely be able to make it better than someone who didn't have that for 12 months even if they got removed or even if their circumstances changed and things got better and they started to get that care there's certainly going to be some healing and things but the foundation is is going to have some damage and so they are likely to have more problems even if they get removed and things or things get improved in their environment so i out of all of our episodes, we haven't even done all of them, but I would yeah. say like this learning your ABCs is, <laughs> is so important that if, if nobody listens to any other episode but this one, this is the one I hope that people hear about, especially if people who are having babies or planning to have children and they still have this opportunity to get this zero to 12 months soon enough. All right. So somebody is out there probably right now. There's listed saying, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. I need to provide more regulation. I need to do this. But then I'm sure there's also somebody else out there that's a perfect parent that is not even listening to us now because they got it all right. But then there's a person out there that is probably more so, and it may be a generational thing like myself, at what point do they start pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, as they say, as this old timers do say. And so I'm wondering, what are the mistakes we made? It, is there overcompensation sometimes? Because there's a fine line between 
being available to a child and having the emotional regulation and just being in their face, tending to every single need they have every minute of the day. But for an infant, you almost have to do that, don't you? You uh, Because they yeah, do need you every minute of the day. That almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah. that we make, I guess, with so, and overdoing it, underdoing it. What would that Yeah, like? well, well, I would say the first mistake is not tending to your own needs when, because we know that babies, like you said, they're a lot more work. You're you're having to meet needs almost 24 seven and that's tiring and their, their sleep cycles off. Our sleep cycle is off. We're not getting as much rest. One of our therapists just recently had a baby. And so talking about that difficulty with trying to get enough sleep and taking care of yourself while taking care of the baby. So one, I would, and I think I mentioned this last time, which is take advantage of help that you might can get parents, aunts, uncles, neighbors, friends doulas, things like that, because the, the more regulated that you can be, meaning you're getting to eat, you're getting to sleep, all of that, take care of yourself. It, it, and if you were one of those babies that had to be independent and do everything yourself, you're probably not the one asking for help. So like, let's look at that. Like you want to do things differently for your baby. Let's, let's enter our own regulation. The other piece is, is that even though they do need a lot, there are periods of time.